0: Hello guys, and welcome back to After the Buzzer Podcast. So I know it's been a long time, but we all were pretty busy. And as you guys know, a lot of stuff has happened in the world of sport. So let's
1: start off by talking about the draft picks. So guys, the big draft date is finally here. This Thursday is the draft day, And I was wondering what your guys' takes on that. Honestly, I don't know if this is a non-popular opinion or anything, but I really hope the Raptors can somehow draft a Mobley possibly instead of the man who we're projected to have Jalen Suggs because we really need to have a decently good center in our team. Hmm. Well yeah for sure
2: I've heard that Mobley's really good and talented at the center position and I believe he could really help the Raptors with their spacing issue and be a good defender as he is a great seven foot frame and the skill set to guard.
0: Yeah I mean for sure like as I've seen, he can really help us big time. Probably, you know, as soon as the season starts, because he's already like he's he's already a pretty good talent coming out of you know university, and maybe once we assess him in the summer league this off season, we can probably start playing him in our starting lineup with Birch coming off the bench instead. And if he does seem a bit off, you know, we can do like what we did last year with Malcai, and drop him in the G League for for a few uh you know for a few days and or so, and help him. I mean, we already got amazing coaches to like help him adjust her playing style, so not a big deal. What do you think, Ishaan?
3: Uh So, the Raptors' development is actually, as we know, it's one of the best. And I think uh, when compared to Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley has a higher uh, ceiling uh, to Jalen. But um, I think with if the Raptors really focus on his offensive talent and make him more well rounded to be that first option that the Raptors desperately need, I think they'd be a good pickup for us
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm, for sure
1: now let's talk about the draft the draft kick starting with number one so i would assume that cunningham would go first but but recently in the news i've heard the pistons are looking to draft someone else other than him i would say that they're fumbling the bag if they do if they actually do this so to be honest i really feel like they should draft him as everyone knows he he's like a Oh, a generational talent, if I would say. What do you guys think about? What do you think about this, Ishan?
3: Uh, so, Kate Cunningham essentially is a six-eight guard, as we know, and he has very similar qualities to uh, Luka Doncic. I think with the uh, if they if the Pistons do draft him uh, one, then I think that backcourt, the future backcourt with Killian Hayes and Kate Cunningham can work out. It'll be something similar to what the OKC Thunder did with Chris Paul and shea gilgis uh, i think am
0: uh, sorry sorry yeah you can go
3: uh and i think that uh Cade will really develop uh can really uh, the pistons can really help kate develop uh his off ball skills to kind of um offset with on ball.
0: yeah that's for sure because the thing is of course he's a point guard right the pistons don't really have a strong point guard right now and he can go well with sga of course and as I've been reading his his uh, draft review, for, like his you know by the the scouts scouting report, he has great passing IQ and he thinks the game at a high level. So you know I think he's going to fit in well with the pist- uh, the Pistons. But if he if the Pistons don't you know draft him, I think they're actually fumbling the bag. And if they draft Evan Mobley, it's not going to be bad. But like you know I'd rather have them draft the number one pick that people want the number one to go with, right? And the draft really starts at number two in my opinion. So let's go straight to number two now. And I think Jalen Green is a go, as he had, he's had experience, first of all. And he's played a whole season in the G League and has averaged like 17.9, so 18 points per game playing with NBA-level players, right? I already think that is amazing, right? Like, if you're playing with, like, almost NBA-level players or NBA-level players in some cases, and you're averaging, like, 18 points and you're going off like that, you know, you're already an all-star caliber, caliber or NBA uh, caliber player and you'd really fit well with you know Kevin Porter jr and Christian Wood for the Rockets so yeah
2: mm-hmm, that's for sure and even if the Rockets are looking to trade John Wall, they still have a great team uh, for a few assists
0: yeah for sure yeah because if you trade John wall you can get something in return it, okay I know he's been playing pretty bad he's been off injuries you can please get something in return and you're, you already have a pretty young uh, core. And if you build around those three, and add a few other, uh, you know, assets to the team who are just like there, uh, maybe a sixth man on their team would be nice coming off the bench would help them. They're they're a pretty solid team. They're not going to be the, the best, but you know their redevelopment in the next few years is going to be pretty solid. So what do you think, Ashan? Like, do you think was uh, a good pick?
3: Yeah, I think uh, Jalen Green is the pick to go. And if if in the hypothetical world that the Rockets do acquire the number one picks. Number one pick through trade, then obviously Cade would be the better fit for the Rockets. But at two, I think Jalen Green would be a good fit. And the only weakness I see in Jalen Green is, uh, is his defense and his efficiency. I think he was shooting around like near 40% um, from the field in the G League, which is actually not bad for someone who's even in the NBA yet. Right. But I, and I think uh, going to, I think Vishy uh, uh, said about trading uh, John Wall. I think uh, that would be a good idea because then Kevin Porter can, uh, Kevin Porter has expressed that he wants to play the point guard and most likely they'll do uh, Kevin Porter and Jalen Green back. Court. Yeah, 100%.
0: And see, the thing is now- nowadays, as you've seen, the NBA is moving towards small ball style playing, right? Back in the days, if you remember, you had like Patrick Irving and all those players and you're like running all these centers. You have like three centers playing like small forward, power forward and the center position itself. But now everything's going small for you. have Christian Wood, who's like I think six eight, right, Ashan? Like maybe six yeah, nine, yeah. I think. And he, yeah. he's not even he's not even that tall. And then and then you know your player your your core is getting even shorter and shorter if I must say. So that small ball style definitely you know as as a player, he uh, Jalen Green really fits their small ball style playing style, and he's really explosive. That's the thing. He kind of reminds me of uh, Zach Levine or Jam, right? mostly Zach Levine though. But yeah, so. He's already an NBA caliber player, so I think
1: that's the pick they should go for. Hundred percent, that's a lock pick for them. Okay, so moving forward to pick number three, I hope the Cavs don't draft Mobley because, as we said before, they need like they need talent over what they need right now. So with that in mind, the Cavs they might have to draft Mobley because us as Raptors fans, as we were talking before, we would Mobley would fit our team and we would like to see him, but uh, like. It's, it's projected that the Cavs are obviously, they have a high chance of taking Mobley, so this could work out great for them, as Jarrett Allen right now is a restricted free agent, so what they could do is draft Mobley and then trade Allen to teams such as the Raptors in return, in return for some good assets. They're also yeah.
3: looking to trade Kevin Love as well to get off that $30 million contract to so.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so... um I honestly think that that would be great, but looking at it this way, since the Raptors would be happy with either Allen or Mobley, and for that, I think we'd have to probably give up someone like Malachi Flynn or Gary Trent Jr. and probably a future first rounder and maybe second rounder as well. Uh, what do you think about that, Sean? Uh, I, I, would,
3: I would, I would, I would trade Malachi Flynn for someone who's showing much more potential. But I, I, I think the Raptors are actually planning on giving Gary Trent extension uh, rather than doing the sign-in trade. So I think Gary Trent is just uh, is untouchable right now.
0: See, so that's the problem then, right? Because if we're going to trade for Allen, Allen is pretty good, right? Like, they're going to expect some good uh, uh, assets in return, right? So we're, we're probably high chance. We're going to give up our, you know, um, bench. So Malachi, Trent and a future first-rounder, but I kind of disagree with what you said there, Neil. As, as you said, Ashan, I kind of agree with you there. Maybe if Trent is untouchable, maybe we might throw in someone else, right? Like, I can think okay. of, let's see, what other players do you, you guys think we can throw in there, just as a filler, right? Because Trent is a pretty good player, We need someone like Trent style, right? So... So, Ishan, do you have any takes on that? Uh, it's, it's a little
3: wishy-washy, I guess, because... Um... I don't think Jared Allen is necessarily the smartest fit for the Raptors, not like as in like trade wise, because um, the Raptors do actually have to quit quite a bit to yeah. uh, get, um, to get uh, Jared Allen. But what I'd rather have the Raptors do is get Rishwan Holmes from free agency.
0: But what's the chance that Rishwan Holmes is going to come to us, right? Uh, Rishwan Holmes has the Toronto as one of his top locations. Okay, yeah. I see, yeah. If he actually does have it, Toronto as one of his top locations, then we can go for him. And what uh, what team does Rashawn play for again? He uh, played for the Kings. The Kings, right? Yeah. So, the Kings, they're they're just trash at the moment, right? They got so many players, but they don't know how to handle their team. And they got, like, Marvin Bagley and all of them, right? So, if Rashawn Holmes were to come to us, it's not going to be bad. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be way better than him playing on the Kings at least, right? And I think... Also,
3: Marvin Bagley is a is a trade target for the Raptors too.
0: Yeah. And it, what, what position? He plays power forward, right? Or small the power forward? Power right? forward and
3: center, depends.
0: Center, yeah. Okay. So he, he plays the same positions, right? But I think he's more of an offensive player, right? He plays on the offense rather than defense. Yeah. And he
3: has so, a build for power forward.
0: Yeah. So see, the thing is, Raptors really need spacing, right? When we had Serge Ibaka, our floor was spaced really well. Because I don't know what people say about Serge Ibaka, but I think he has the highest IQ or had the highest IQ on the the Raptors team. Like, he's the best player to, to have, right? And he spaced out our team really well. This year, as you guys saw, our team was clustered up. Like, we had three, four players in one corner, and then we had one player in the other corner, and then we just had, like, a whole empty middle, and then people could just drive in or shoot the ball. And we didn't have any space, and we had centers, but our centers couldn't space the team properly, right? So if we can get someone who can help us with our spacing issue, which is why I think Evan Mobley or maybe even Jared Allen, because Jarrett Allen can just guard the paint, right? And other players can do their stuff, do their magic, and just keep us a good defensive team. Because we were one of the best defensive teams before, right? I think we were like top eight or something Yeah. in, in rankings before, like last year or the year before. And we significantly dropped this year. I don't know where we're at right now, but we dropped for sure. So we just need spacing and we're back in defense for sure.
3: So what you uh, so you guys think the Raptors will take Jalen Suggs with the fourth
0: pick if Mobley goes? And yeah, this is the this is low key the most hyped convo I've been waiting for though, which is the Raptors. And you know this position's been in the years of making, and honestly, I think it was a good thing before. You know, like we we want Suggs, but if you think about it, future years we never got any high high drafted talent, right? Because we were just super good, right? And I think that was a good thing being good at the same time. Going down in, like, your rankings and then uh, drafting higher is not a bad option as well, too. And this year's getting super lucky. Like, if, you if you know, the OKC, we're supposed to get one of the top picks, right? If you remember, Sean, if you yeah. uh, watch this stuff. And they dropped you know, significantly, right? And then we somehow shot up. We were projected seventh uh, for the draft. And we came up fourth. And I'm pretty happy with that, right? Like, if you went seventh, we would have probably gone uh, Jonathan Kaminga or like, Scottie uh, Barnes. Yeah, Scotty Barnes for sure. I think Scotty Barnes would have gone sixth, but yeah, just that's just my opinion. Or someone like uh what was that what's that name again? He he's just like the Utah Jazz's player. I'm forgetting people's names, Mike. He he has the same name as him, same last name as him. Davion Mitchell? Yeah, Davion Mitchell, yeah.
3: I think uh I think uh having a shooting guard like James Book Knight or Moses Moody would be a better fit for the Raptors rather than uh, Davion Mitchell.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. But see, the thing is, m- many scouts say this, and I kind of believe in this too. You gotta pick talent over need, right? You can you can pick need all you want, but if you got a generational talent in your hands, right? I know, th- like after the top five picks, no one's generational talent. They're just there, right? If you get lucky, like getting you know uh, Giannis at pick 14, for example. If you get lucky like that, then you know the draft. Literally, it's 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 a name in itself. It's it's a gamble, right? You're gambling there for the best player. You can either get the best or you could go like, you know, in Giannis's draft class, you, uh, I forgot what the first pick was, but he he was one of the biggest busts of all time, right? So you can either get a bust or you can get one of the best players in the league, right? So you, you would rather pick talent over need. And that's just what I would say.
3: And apparently Jalen Suggs has said if we do take him, uh, he said he hasn't really focused on basketball during his college years. Right, and that uh, teams will regret passing up, passing up on him. So, hopefully, we'll see how that will play.
0: Yeah, so at pick number four, I definitely think we're gonna take, you know, drop, uh, you know, at pick number four, we're gonna take Jalen Suggs for sure because he is one of the better players in the whole draft class. I wouldn't be surprised if we drop, like, not drop down for the picks, but like, you know, instead of, you know, drafting Suggs, we, we might draft one of the other ones, the latter ones, but I wouldn't see why we would do that but still
3: because we barnes can use... has also been projected
0: to yeah yeah exactly like i, I wouldn't see why if he didn't you know draft scotty barnes instead like i wouldn't be I, I would i wouldn't be happy with it but i, I would be fine with it but yeah it, it is what it is right
2: yeah So. yeah but to be honest Suggs, he's overall a great player and his college career was it was flawless He was the best in March Madness, and he second a game-winning buzzer beater as well, which was pretty cool, to be honest. I think he'd be a great fit for our organization as he plays very outstanding uh, defense. His style fits right for our team, and I could possibly see us trading maybe Van Vliet for another All-Star who plays a different position so that we can make room for both Suggs and Malachi Flynn, who can come off the bench. But this would be something in the future.
0: Yeah, definitely. We can maybe trade Fred for like. Have you guys heard about the Ben Simmons trade? I would yeah. actually be so down for that. Like, I don't know about you, Ashan, or I don't know about Neil or Aditya, like any of you guys. But see, what I think is, if we were to trade, uh, Fred. Okay, we draft Suggs, and then we trade, uh, Fred for Fred and Kyle Lowry for like Ben Simmons and maybe a future few first rounders, right? Uh, in the future,
3: I would think- be so
0: happy. Like, that would be the happiest moment of my life.
3: Yeah, I think I, I would agree to do that trade. I think the only letdown that uh, that that Raptors fans and organization wasn't happy about was the it was there was too many players and they uh those they why Larry OG and VanVleet yeah. was yeah. the fourth pick for Simmons and I don't know, but I think Simmons' value is an all-time low right now. Yeah. He hasn't really he hasn't really fit with the 76ers and. the... It's the same thing with Tyler Hero, right? With the Miami yeah. and Tyler Hero, they think he—they think he's some type of, he's the next coming of MJ. But you know, we have
0: to. But the problem with the Heat is that they don't really have a point guard, right? Even if they were to trade for Kyle Lowry, well, why would he trade a thirty-six-year-old who's about to like retire in the next few seasons when yeah. he can have Tyler Hero, which he, hes still developing, right? He had one breakthrough season. It's still it's still 50-50. He could either be a breakthrough star next year, or he could be plagued with injuries, or just be trash or like Mo Bamba, for example, right? Yeah. And as for the Raptors with Ben Simmons, this is, I think, how the trade will work out. Because Masai, he's the best at making trades, as you guys know, right? So I think what's going to happen is we send uh, we take Ben Simmons and we send uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, Fred to the the you know 76ers with a few first-round picks. And then... Our, our coaches and our staff is the best. You guys know that, right? Like, developing Ben Simmons, we'll put him at power forward. We'll maybe put Siakam at small forward, right? Maybe we put Ben Simmons at at center and play small ball, right? And then how uh, Jalen Suggs at shooting guard, Malachi at point, point guard. And for small forward, how – oh, no, it's small. Yeah, so that's our whole team, right? Front court and back court. And then maybe how OG starting off the bench for a couple of – you know seasons see let's see what happens with with that right we can maybe switch pascal and og on and off mm-hmm. i i think that's probably the most ideal trade or maybe even trading pascal for uh ben simmons is not a bad trade like I'm i'm mm-hmm. serious like i don't know what you guys think but i'm actually down to do that
2: yeah i kind of see where you're going with this and i could potentially see that in the future this could maybe benefit us as a whole team as well so I, li- I, like, I like where you're going with this.
1: Yeah. So moving on to the other draft picks. Since we don't have so much time left, let's just make some quick predictions. Ishaan, who do you think is going to get drafted from picks five to seven?
3: Uh, so five, I guess the Magic have five, right? So Sky Barnes, I think, is the, ideally the best fit for the Magic. Uh, number six, I think John, I think, Kuminga, he has one of the highest ceilings in the entire draft class, but one of the lowest floors. Two. And uh, for number seven, I think the Warriors have that. Davion Mitchell would be a good addition off the bench because with his experience, as he's, I think, 22 or something, he can really help uh, improve the Warriors bench. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, Adi, do you
1: want to go or, or should I just go first? Oh, I, I can go. So, Ishan, I agree with most of your picks, actually. It makes sense for the Magic to get Scotty Barnes, seeing as he's a solid defender. With great positional play, and he's a very good passer of the ball. After losing v- Vucevic, they don't have an elite center slash forward. So Scotty Barnes and Mo and Mobamba, if he starts playing good, can can really be the missing piece that the Magic need. Yeah, for Which, sure. Like
0: if you if you pair them both up, if Mobamba, like I've seen Mobamba's Bamba's like uh, over the summer, he's been training, he's trying to like work out and stuff. If they both uh, start, if they both get paired. That's going to be crazy.
1: That's going to be one of the best teams out there. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting, Addy. My bad. It's fine. It's fine. We'd like that good insight. So for pick number six, I would have predicted, I, I do predict that the Thunder are going to pick up Jonathan Kuminga from the Congo, seeing as he would, I think he would be a great addition to OKC and he'd run great pick and rolls alongside Shai. And he's also really good at passing the ball as well. And he has a high IQ of the game. For, for my final pick, pick number seven, the, I, I believe that the Warriors will get a Davion Mitchell because he seems like one of the most NBA-ready players right now since he also has some experience in the G League. He also has experience about winning, which is very important, right? Like having a, a proven winner, when you're drafting someone's important for success in a team. He's also an insane defender and will certainly help the Warriors' defense, which has been lacking over the past few years. And he can even be a potential shooter. Yeah, okay,
0: so for my picks now, I'm, I'm just going to quickly run through it. So for number five Magic, I think Jonathan Kaminga. Because the thing is, the Magic right now, they have a great point guard, right? See, now the thing is, I don't remember names. So let me just quickly search up. Uh, there that the point guard's name, or if someone wants to help me out, oh, yeah, Cole Anthony, right? So, Jonathan Kaminga, I've, I've been reading a scouting report and he's great with passing and he's great at running, pick, and roll, right? So, Cole Anthony and Jonathan uh, Kaminga, they're gonna be the best to do for the, the Magic, right? So, that's why I, I would see Magic picking him up. As for Thunder, Thunder might go with Scotty Barnes because he does play solid defense. And pairing him up with SGA is going to be pretty good. And they got a lot of future uh, draft picks as well too, right? So over the years they can rebuild. I wouldn't necessarily see why they would need uh, a backcourt right now rather than maybe building their front court. And then they they have picks until like 2027, man. They can like get anything they want. There might be better talents next year, right? All they gotta do is just suck. They gotta start tanking, and get better picks next year. Yeah. And number seven, Warriors, Davion Mitchell, for sure. He, d- he just fits the team really well, right? And as detail uh, said, he's the most ready and be ready players in the draft right now. And yeah, I I, I don't see any other reason uh, why the Warriors wouldn't pick him. But if they don't, then that's the Warriors' bad luck. Yeah. Um- I
2: agree with Aditya for the number, the fifth and the sixth pick. So, Scotty Barnes, as, as you know, as per usual, good guards for the Magic as he is able to guard all positions. He would be a really nice fit. And, you know, that'd be a really nice fit for Terrence Ross as they could run, pick, and rolls together. As for the Thunder, uh, I got Jonathan Flaminga. He's a great talent overall. He's got hard to play. He's a solo type player, which means he could be the next franchise talent slash head. And for number seven, I got Moses funny because he struggles at the rim and and to finish. But he's a three and three player with players. Uh, you know, they could be like the Splash brothers. You know, he got you got Curry and Clay Thompson right there, who have already really developed. So he could definitely pick up something from them. And you know, they could be the next, uh, you
0: know. Trio. Trio. So are you are you guys down to talk about some some uh, trades and stuff? So Sean, do, yeah. do you think there's any interesting trades right now? I, I think a lot of people are
3: speculating that Pascal Siancom wants out of Toronto.
0: Yeah, see, I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that because we he we drafted him and he recently bought a house for his mom in Toronto as well, too, right? So I don't know if he's really gonna get moved rather than us moving him, I don't really see him moving. But you 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 never know, man. You could be right because the thing is, is that the, this year I don't know many players really haven't requested a draft. It's like all of them might just do it all at once, right? And you, even like I don't think that the the trading stuff has started yet, right? The deadline. I was looking on the NBA website and I think it starts in August. August after August sixth, I believe. I'm not really sure the exact dates, but yeah. So there's still time for players to do that. And another one I find really interesting is Damian Lillard. Like, if you guys heard about him, everyone's been saying, like, oh, he's doing this. And then the next day, he comes out with, he's like, no, no, I didn't say this. You guys are making it up. And this happens every single day. A new rumor comes out about him. So what do you think on that? I think he should move. He spent way too much at Portland, and it's
3: obvious they're not winning anything anytime soon, so. Yeah.
0: And do you think Chris Paul is going to win a championship next year? I doubt it.
3: I think (laughs) with LeBron and... AD and they're probably going to acquire some another guard to kind of help them out. It'll yeah, be for very sure. unlikely for the Suns, too. And also, the Clippers have been thinking about getting DeMar DeRozan. So,
1: if yeah, they get that, it'll that. be
3: very hard to compete. And also, the Nuggets will be coming back healthy with Jamal Murray and uh, improved Michael Porter Jr. So, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: And I also think for Lakers, maybe sending Kyle Lowry to them. And getting maybe like Mantras Harrell. Have you have you seen his recent uh, shattering the the backboard sort of thing that happened on the uh, on Instagram? Like he oh, went for yeah, I dunk, saw that. I you saw that, game. right? I I think he's played for the Drew League or one of the other leagues. The summer leagues is for fun, and he ended up shattering the backboard. It crazy. But yeah, that was something. Yeah. So
1: I think that's a wrap for this then. This is it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you can connect with our predictions make sure to follow us on our instagram which is after the buzzer sports underscore and thanks for listening and peace yeah bye guys
3: see you guys
1: bye everyone